Conversation Hat Podcast. Welcome back to the welcoming back of the Conversation Hat Podcast, a show for artists, creatives, and people who don't know how to use Skype properly. Yeah, that's fair enough, actually. Uh, this is the second... <laughs> We're recording again because Liam's computer blew up. Yeah, it literally just stopped functioning, so I'm on the other computer, and it's taken us nearly a full hour to get to this intro, um, which I think but is hey, on brand. You should, prob- you should probably have heard the stuff that I was talking about with young Mr. Roman Armstrong, who is our guest. We're just doing this in case it's all completely fucked, but hi, Roman. Hello. Very nice to speak with Hopefully you. Hopefully people would have heard our McDonald's conversations. Yes. Um, well, I just... Um, I'm, I, I think it's really good that Liam's got a backup computer. Um, yeah. If this computer fails, have you got another backup computer? How many uh, another, backups do you have? I, have? I have another two before I try using one of my three phones. Okay, and then once you've used those phones... What then is we're just your, screwed. You're screwed. Okay, you just got to go outside. At that point, we're screwed. Go outside, yeah. shout as loud as you can, and hope that one of our microphones pick it up from wherever we are. Pull a question out the hat and then say what it says. That's the whole point of this podcast. Here is a question from. Can I say who it's from? Yes, please. It's yeah, from sure. my friend George Haviland, and the hello George. Hi George. The question is: What is the moon for? Tides, in it? Yeah. Next question. It, well, that was boring. <laughs> yeah, you get in the bin, George. It's for tides. Um, I I don't think it actually serves a purpose. I don't think anyone put it there. I don't believe in the the grand design of a higher being. I think it's just sort of there, floating through space like we are. Um, but screw it. Maybe I don't know. What do you say, Ben? You're probably more coherent than me. Um. Well, it basically. I believe this is the more accepted theory is that some big Earth-ish type thing came and hit the thing that would turn into the Earth and knocked a big chunk off. So the moon is half meteor, half Earth stuff. You mean asteroid? And it's just hanging about in our orbit, being all cool and fixing the, I don't know, making eclipses and the sea move about. Um, there was something, I'm not sure if this is like folklore or possibly Avatar Last Airbender, who knows, but isn't it like meant people believe that it was like the sister of the sun mm. or something? Like it was just a goth sun. Yeah, I think Moon is, it would be is out feminine, at night and light things up. masculine in like folklore and religion and stuff. I don't necessarily know why. Yeah, well, uh, if, um, I know Luke have Luna you read, means um, Frankenstein, um, no. Is it good? So it's basically, it's about this, um, like, scientist who um, digs up old bodies and uses the body parts and puts them together um, mm. to create life from dead matter. Um, yeah. Um, I, and, and basically the being that... that he's, he's called Dr. Frankenstein. He makes this monster... Um, well, it's called the monster, but it, um, it actually is, is about um, life. And yes, Ben, I I have an interesting thing. Do you know the monster's name and what color the monster is described as? Yeah, his name's Adam. 
I don't know what colour he's described as. But oh, wait, so you've heard of Frankenstein before? Yeah, yeah, I just haven't read it. I'm very familiar yeah, with the, I've the, just not the read Frankenstein it. mythos. I just thought it ah, might be nice for you I to carry I on. I just haven't read really... it. No. I thought this was so exciting that you'd never heard of Frankenstein. Of course I've bloody heard of uh, Frankenstein. Sorry, dude. <laughs> but, like, I was pretty happy for you to go on because, to be honest, like, if you were so ready to believe that I didn't know what Frankenstein was as a 30-year-old white man with all the power in the world and several podcasts, like, maybe there are people who haven't heard of Frankenstein. But, no, I, I have. I just haven't read it and... In fairness, I should have specified that when answering your question with a profound "No, no, I haven't." Uh, which is anyway. <laughs> I, have the point is, I haven't read it. No, there are theories that Percy Shelley might have written bits who was her husband. Yeah, um, but it's all a bit vague. Originally, they didn't want Mary Shelley's name to be on it because you know it was like from that time and you know it was it was like a female writer and it was very controversial whatever anyway um but um in that there are like there are references to the relationship between um Percy and Mary and like things that they would write for each other and the reason why I brought it up is because they would refer to the moon as Mary Shelley he would interesting he would describe the moon as though he's talking about her um because you know it, it has that feminine energy so like that is you can see it in the in the book frankenstein M- mind you i've never actually read it <laughs> fucking liar <laughs> but and also go go into game of thrones cal drogo calls daenerys moon isn't it he calls her moon of his life yeah i think mm. so and she calls him the sun and stars, so there's masculine, feminine there. Also, the monster is grey. Ah. <laughs> the reason why he's now green and stuff is because when they did stage shows, it was a more obvious colour yeah. than just having him If grey. you have grey under a... T- Yellowy grey, I think he was meant to be. If you had grey under a tungsten light, it just looks like skin, doesn't it? So, I don't know who said this. I think it was my mum said that the moon um she was like what's the moon for and i was like well isn't it for the isn't it for the tides and everything like that like you said liam and she said no the moon um (laughs) controls um menstruation yes i don't think it controls anything and i was like is that what your mom learned on her astrology course well i was like hang on a second i i i've personally never menstruated myself right sure um but by god if three men can't talk about menstruation on a podcast what is a podcast for because this is the thing right if the moon controlled menstruation then surely well how can the moon single out half of the population of the planet how can it why would it not make do you know what I mean like how can the moon affect surely it would affect every single life form maybe that's our interpretation maybe that's why we've decided that the moon is feminine because the uh, menstrual cycle appears to match up with the cycles of the moon it doesn't so what about werewolves what about werewolves? I don't know how often they menstruate, Ben. But they're on the moon thingy. Same as Goku in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. 
but that's just to do with nighttime, isn't it? Because they just turn into the aware whatever turns into the thing during the night. So, or is it during no, a full moon? It's the full moon, isn't it? I don't care. It's, it's meant to do with the full moon. So, so if the moon is feminine, yeah. What about the man on the moon? Yeah, he's on there to make little moon babies. Right. The female is always much larger and more aggressive than the male. Yeah, and then it eats the right. Man. True with insects and celestial bodies. Yeah. Okay. So, so the moon is for. It's for menstruation. Yeah. Representing women. Yeah. And housing tiny men. Yes. All the important things. Um, Interesting. Thanks, guys. I, I feel like I'll in, see you later. In in there somewhere is a coherent answer, but as ever with the conversation that podcast, you've got to find it yourself, man. You've got to want it. We're not here to make and things better. And it's made of cheese. And it's made of cheese. That's very good, Ben. Says so on Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. Conversation. How much froth is too much froth? Well, I'd say that it it really depends on the situation because you know if you had a very tiny bit of froth on top of a coffee, like that is that's okay that's good but if you had the same amount of froth um coming out of a folder that's that's too much <laughs> yeah you're quite right I, Context yeah is I, everything. I agree but like i i think too much of anything is too much yep so when it, when it starts to impede the purpose of the thing that's too much like if you had a frothy coffee if the coffee was cold by the time you got through all the froth, that's too much froth. If it's like beer, have you ever tried just chugging the head of beer? It's really difficult and not a pleasant experience. So then that's too much. You should, it should just be enough so the thing works. I would say too much is the point where it impedes on other aspects of your life. So like how much is too much water? Well, it depends on the context. My cup is full, therefore that's enough. But in the context of needing a cup full of water, if you start drowning, that's too much. So I think you can have a little bit of spillage, which is maybe arguably too much. If you're Ben, that's probably too much. But for me, that's like, that's probably fine. But when you start to actually literally die, I would say that's too much. But, but then I, I am chaotic. doesn't exist good. forever. Well, froth, neither do we. Like, fizzles away. Like, yeah. quite quickly. So if you had loads of froth, you know, it, it wouldn't I be don't left know, dude. There's, there's those beaches when you go when you're a child and you think it's going to be nice and awesome, but then there's weird tide marks of just weird frothy blurg. It's like the sea version of, like, sludgy snow, and it's just sort of there, and it stays there for days, months perhaps, possibly thousands of years, it just stays How there. How long have and you stayed nothing. at these beaches? About 25 minutes, but I could okay. guess. So you're there for 25 minutes, you're like, <laughs> this has been here for hours, for weeks, months, years. Yeah. Years I go to the same these 25 minutes. I go to the same sludgy beach every year, and I'm pretty sure that froth doesn't move. Sludgeworth is my favourite beach. Have you just got, like... Is there just some guy that runs a cafe at that foamy beach, and he's like, ah, Crazy Ben's here again. He's going to yell at tourists for 20 minutes, (laughs) and we'll see him next week. (laughs) Fucking Crazy Ben. 
<laughs> Put the foam out, it'll be round in a minute. Something about thousands of years. Yeah, I think it's a time traveller. You can seem to see into the just... future through the froth. Artificial froth. The sea is legitimately fine, but it's just yeah. a big wind-up for you. Yeah. Um, um, is the question asker, what was her name, Annie, is she perhaps... Annie, yes. Is Annie perhaps referring to the, the frothy coffee um, trend on, I think, TikTok? There's like a frothy coffee thing going on at the moment, a bit like chlamydia, um, just of people posting videos of like they're making iced, like frothy coffee. And it's like oh, the weirdest, I've seen stupidest trend. Like that, yes. And it's apparently like really, really nice, but also like quite hard to make. So if you want to, what in like a week from now, you'll be able to find frothy coffee fails compilations on YouTube. So like, look forward to that. We were going to do TikTok, weren't we? I am currently doing TikTok. No, you said this. that I had videos. Do you want me to send them to you, or should I make my own TikTok? It's it's up to you, buddy. Like you can feel free to make your own TikTok if you want. I think. I think you would be quite good if you actually wanted to get into the whole dance routines thing on TikTok. I think you would excel. Um, I'm just uploading like I, I'm um, what's the word? I'm repurposing stuff that I've already done for the podcast and for like my own music stuff. And I'm just uploading it to TikTok. So like I'm not making stuff exclusively for TikTok. I think you would enjoy that because you're an extrovert, basically. Cool. There was a little bit of business chat for the podcast listeners. Yeah. You'll probably be able to find me on TikTok at some point over the, Hells, <laughs> over yeah. the next week. No, you already have an account. This is you? Out. you have an account. What's your handle? I Oh, I do have an account. I haven't put anything on it yet. Yeah, but um, by, by the time this episode comes out, who knows? Oh, there'll be at least two. I should hope so. Where is the, there I it is. signed up um, to TikTok quite a while ago. Did you? Um, but the name that it gave me was Roman Armstrong 2. It right. really annoyed me, so <laughs> I refused to to go on it. My thing is Spike Pearson. Um, I think we've established that too much froth is when you start to die. Yes. Yeah. And your last words are, this was way too much froth. <laughs> on second thoughts, this no, is too much. No, there'll be too much froth. You won't be able to say that. Ah. Uh... <laughs> This is a, another one from George. All of them are from George. Amazing. Thank That's you so much, George. George is a busy boy. What should a side plate be used for? Sides. Breads, innit? Stuff that isn't your main course. I think it's a bread but, plate. Yeah. I sometimes use a side plate for when I'm just having a little small thing as a snack. Oh, okay. Right, okay. So it's the concept but then of it's my main plate. That's just a small plate. Yeah, is that in the context of a fancy restaurant or like just in general? What do you use a small plate for? Well, actually, every time I use a small plate, I realise that there's way more food than I can fit on the plate. Right. So I end up swapping to a normal size plate or just a, a re- just a plate. Um, yeah. But a side plate, um, I don't know. Like, I guess sort of what food would you want on the side plate? Is that what the question's oh, asking? Not like it's for your side bitch. Yeah. <laughs> my 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 wife uses the main plate. My mistress uses the side. She uses plate, the side plate, and I use the salad bowl. Um, yeah. That's how we divide <laughs> out our crockery in the household. I found that um, a lot of like all-you-can-eat places will give you smaller than normal plates. 
Mm, interesting. Why is that? I think that I think there's a psychology a psychology thing behind that because the plate is smaller, mm. but only a, but not quite as noticeable. So you may just think it's a normal plate. So then you go, ah, oh, I've eaten That's two so plates of stuff. So you think that you've eaten more than you sort of have. So that means you don't eat as much of their food, even though you're not eating as much as you think. Well, I heard um, that there is a psychological reason why um, you can eat more food than you think at um, an all-you-can-eat buffet. Um, and that's because if you are cooking for yourself, you're probably making one thing. Let's say you're making spaghetti bolognese or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. You can eat a certain amount, but then eventually you get sick of having the same thing um, sure. that you get full. Whereas at an all-you-can-eat buffet, you will end up eating m- larger quantities of food because you don't think you're eating as much because you're eating small wow portions of different so you, things you've got more variety so with the chicken dippers you'd forget about the noodles you had 10 minutes ago because they're completely different things it's probably why you also can fit more room for dessert mm. yeah everyone goes for dessert at all you can eat places no one's ever gone oh no i can't everyone has at least to go on the ice cream machine yeah yeah i think that's why like my problem with all you can eat buffets is that I will just combine all the different uh, worlds of food on one plate. So, like, I don't feel like I can eat as much because I've already had a pizza slid into a pile of noodles with just Yorkshire's <laughs> on top. So, like, I've yeah. already eaten lots of everything. So, I'm just going to go home and lie on the floor for a while. Um, mm. But yeah, I, th- I think there's something to what you're saying, Roman. I think there's like. It, it's not necessarily that you're full, it's just that you've eaten a lot of the same thing, so you feel like... Mm. It's not like being bored of a certain food, but it's it's that kind of thing, maybe. So, yeah, that's perhaps why, like, oh, yeah, I've got, like, a, Laura's family says they, they have dessert stomachs as a separate thing, because there's always room for pudding. And I've seen her parents, like, just <laughs> open their mouth and just engulf an entire Viennetta, like a ice-creamy steak. Oh, <laughs> lovely Viennetta. Lovely, lovely forgiving Viennetta. L- Gotta love a Viennetta. That's that's like the king of ice creams. It is. It's like my second favourite dessert. Um, I remember when they used to be fancy. You know, the family yeah. come around and you, you'd have a Viennetta. Pretty bougie. Then when I like had my own money, I would just go to the shop and buy a whole Viennetta for myself, sit in front of the TV and eat it. Gross. I love it. Yeah, but it was good. Um, Happy days. I think a side plate is for small food. I think if you're at a fancy restaurant, the uh, intention is that you use it for bread. I think that's literally it. Um, But then I don't really think there's a lot of places that do that unless you like proper, proper fancy, which I am not. Um, Small food. It's There's places like if you have a prawn cocktail or the soup, they'll they'll take your side plate away and put down one with bread on. Yeah. Maybe your side plate is for like chicken bones or oyster shells oh, or some shit like that. Oh, that's interesting. The side plate is for waste. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Like when so you drizzle lemon on it, you put the lemon carcass on the little side plate. So it's like a flat bin. It's flat bin yeah. theory. Yeah. Right. 
I mean, there's two potential titles right in there. Lemon carcass and flat, <laughs> flat bin theory. <laughs> this might be hard. There's, we've got six already, six potential titles. I, I think the plate is just used for whatever it's needed to be used for. Whatever use you need, you, you will find a use for it if you need it. And if you need it, it's there. That's why it is one of the most underrated, versatile products on the market today. Roman, would you say the side plate is waffly versatile? Damn straight, Roman, would, damn straight. I would. It is waffly versatile. There's nothing more waffly versatile than a side plate, my friends. Other Thank than a waffle. <laughs> Good night. Other than a waffle. Uh, no, other than a side plate covered in waffles. Hang on, wait a second. Yeah, one, please. So if you've got a, a main plate yeah. and you've got a side plate, yeah. but the main plate you use for discarding chicken bone and the main and the, and the side plate, you have a really nice, just one chicken wing on it and you eat that. Have they now swapped their roles? Yes. What it is, it's all to do with the cycle of the moon. And um, right. whether that's with the tides, or if it's feminine, masculine, if it's a werewolf, it's, it's all—it's all things to do with the lunar cycle. Conversation hack. Conversation hack. Conversation hack. Podcast. Conversation hack. Conversation hack. Conversation hack. Podcast. How do I back out of a podcast I agreed to do? Right. Um, um, I mean, you could just dude, leave, buddy. <laughs> thank you very much. In the instance that I was in the room with you, mm-hmm. recording it normally, mm-hmm. and I wanted to back out of the podcast mid-podcast, um, how, would I, how would I get out of the room? You could fake a phone call. Uh, so, terribly sorry, my um, that's my kidney calling, and I need to go throw him up. Is there a ventilator, uh, or like a an air vent, or you know somewhere that I could escape? No, I mean you could try crawling out I the window. There's, a door. there's stuff. There's stuff out the way. You could just leave via the door. Uh, me and just Ben walk are really out normally. Me and Ben are really wrapped up in our own crapulence, so you probably could just walk out, and we wouldn't notice. That's not, cool. that's not okay. because we don't value you. It's just because we value ourselves very highly. But, but that's me as a guest. Yeah. What about you two? If you were to record an episode and you were not in the mood, mm-hmm. but one of you was in the mood, like overly so. Yeah. So you kind of had to do it. And it's hard to back out. How, yeah. how, would, how would you both approach that? I think that? we would just I, kind of phone it in the... because we've got a schedule and we kind of just got to do it at this point. I yeah. think Liam would just pretend he was out. Yeah. If I was knocking on the door to the studio and he was in there but didn't want to do it, he could just not answer. Yeah, that's true. Uh, how would you do it, Ben? Wouldn't, wouldn't even need to avoid the windows because if I see you through the window, what am I going to do? Just go, oh, yeah, yeah. you just give me the middle I'll finger just and flip you off and be like, at some point I'll have do? to go home. Yeah, eventually. <laughs> um, you could do a live stream from outside the studio, flipping me off. That'd be fun. 
Uh, ben, if you wanted to get out of a podcast, not necessarily the Conversation App podcast, available on all good podcast apps and some crap ones. And um, some shit ones. Some really, truly <laughs> terrible ones. Some apps have got to try hard, I swear to God. Uh, ben, how would you get out of any podcast you didn't want to do? Um, any podcast I didn't want to do. I, I don't know. It's Like, if I've agreed to do it, then I would hope that even if I wasn't in the mood to do it, on the way there, that while I was starting to do it, I would then start to enjoy myself. Mm. If mm. I didn't want to do something, I think the best way, other than just do it and hope for the best, just say, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I sincerely, if just, you... Just be... This has gone into some sort of weird, like, life lesson. Just be honest if you don't I want to do stuff. I think it's fair to be honest. don't do it, because otherwise I... you're doing stuff and you're sad. I think, sincerely, if you're... If you're trying to be someone important or like you're trying to start a YouTube career or a podcast career or whatever, like to an extent, you take whatever opportunities you can get, especially early on. And you know what? Down the line as well. Um, but to an extent, once you get into it, you do need to be aware of what your personal brand is. And I hate that term, but it's true. And you've got to be aware of like if you're on someone's show, there is the potential for that to then be damaging to your reputation. So like mm. if you're if someone offers to have you on your sh- on excuse me if someone offers to have you on their show probably listen to it. Like I know it's going to take half an hour of your day but just do a little bit of research, listen to an episode or two so that you know what you're getting in Exactly. Cuz like there's nothing worse than like turning up and realize oh this this is actually like a a racial supremacy type situation. Has this happened to you before? I have yes. been on things that I sort of wish I wasn't on, but actually, like, those things haven't gone anywhere, so it's not actually been a problem. Uh, no, you won't be able to fire them. No, I won't tell you what they are. Um, so, yeah, just listen to an episode of the thing someone wants you to be on, and if, like, you don't think your values necessarily align or you think that you just might not have a very good time, then just say, actually, it's better if you say, sorry, fam, I'm just not into it. Uh, because if you say, I'm not available, they're going to ask you again. And they're going to keep asking so, you until you do it, or you say, I'm actually not into it. So just be honest. You're of the opinion, then, that you should back out before recording it? Yeah, 100%. Because... Yeah, if that's when you don't want to do it. Yeah, because if you so, get to yeah. it, and you re- even if you record a bad episode, then... If you record a bad episode of a show you didn't want to do, then actually they might not release it, but they also might kind of blacklist you, and actually they might go but, on to be reasonably important. So that yeah, you're kind of wasting everyone's time there. What if there was the instance that you listened to a podcast and you thought it was great, and you were like, "Yeah, this would be something I'd really be interested in," and then you you went on the day mm-hmm. and you recorded it, and it just was not how you had anticipated it for it to be whether that is because the host of the podcast was treating you in a way that you weren't expecting or if there was another guest that you didn't know was going to be there that clashed with your personality um do you think once you've committed to the podcast you have to do it i would say again since completely sincerely if I've recorded a show and I wasn't happy with how I came across for whatever reason, I would be upfront and say, I realise you've probably got a schedule to stick to. I wasn't happy with how I came across in that. Would you have time to do a do-over? 
I promise I can make it worth your while in some way. Or if it's... And Low then, job. Yeah, I'll totally nosh you off. Or like, <laughs> if, if you make that offer... <laughs> if you make that offer and then... Sorry, it's just the phrasing of nosh you off, which... Yeah. It's gross. I'm going to use in day-to-day -day life now. You don't, please. Um, <laughs> if if you put that out there and they still say, now nah, we've got a schedule to stick to, we're going to release it, I think it sort of depends how much is at stake. If like you're reasonably well-known and actually could be damaging to you, it might be worth just tweeting out to your followers and saying, I'm not really 100% happy with how I came off in this interview for this reason, but it is what it is. Whatever. Like, I think there's, mm. I think you just, I think honesty and professionalism are both actually really important. And I don't think that sometimes when you say honesty, it's like, my name's Sharon and I'm going to tell you how I think, even though, I'm sorry I chose your mum's name. Uh, I'm going to tell you how I think, <laughs> even though you didn't ask for it and that's just who I is, like it or lump it. No, honesty is being, being realistic about things within the confines of people actually needing to know, um, not yeah. just randomly telling people they don't like their hair. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's just important just to be really upfront about what you want out of a situation. And if, if you get to the day of a recording and you're not feeling up for it, again, you just got to say, I'm in a really weird headspace. Is there any chance we can do this another day? Because I think if we did it today, I wouldn't be able to give it my best. I think we've had guests say that to us previously, and actually it's fair enough. Because we don't want yeah. them to feel uncomfortable, because then they, we have a crappy episode, and that's not what we want. And, I mean, this is, we're, we're talking about this apparently purely in podcast terms. Dick, dick, ball, dick, dick. Sort of... Sorry, but, I, thought, I, like, I really thought you true. were going to say we're being really serious, so I tried to say some knob jokes, and that was not the point no, you were making at I all. Was, I'm really sorry. I was going to <laughs> yeah, continue you're being serious. Yeah, you actually quite comfortable now, Liam. I don't really want to be in this podcast anymore. Well, you should go fuck yourself, then. But, like, <laughs> we're just talking about it in, like, podcast stuff, but that's mm. the same. that should be the same for, like, if you're feeling shitty at work. Yeah. I guess at work, it depends. It's tricky, if you really it, don't feel up for going in because you feel like shit, you can't go in. If you're going on a date with a partner or meeting up with a friend, you're allowed to say, nah, I, not today, feel yeah. a bit shit. But I think it's That's also... probably the best ways to say it about all, all the stuffs. I think Apart also... from if you're going to a doctor and just go, ah, I feel a, bit, feel a bit shit. I feel glum. Have you got any tablets? I think an important caveat to that... Uh, is... Yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, boy. I think an important caveat to that, Ben, is... If you aren't in the mood for it, whatever it is, I think you've also got to say something. You can't just not show up because then that's so much oh, worse. Oh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You gotta... I know that when I'm in a really bad headspace, it's really difficult to be open and say, I'm just not into it. Can we reschedule? And I imagine that like that's worse for a lot of other people. But I think you, you've got to find sure. a way. Or even if it's just a code word or even if you just like shine a bat signal in the sign and the other person knows, oh... They just don't want to hang out today. That's fine, and I know that's that's what the bat signal means. I don't have coping mechanisms yeah. because I don't get depressed. But whatever. Yeah, it's it's definitely worth you. You should you shouldn't just not turn up. You you hmm. should find some way to say nah. Yeah, not today. That's for whatever reason. An instance where honesty is important. Yeah, I mean it is. Like in general, but for that, yeah. 
Wow, this went. Yeah, it went to. I, a... I agree with your previous statement. Dick, dick butts. Dick, dick balls. Butts. Um, <laughs> I think it's important to have these kind of conversations, though. And if you're into these kind of conversations, here's a hot tip Insane in the Men Brain with Rich Wilson is a really good podcast uh, that has yeah, it is. conversations like this. Um, I think he's got an episode either just come out or coming out soon with Ramesh Ranganathan, which I am about Whoa. to listen to. Oh. Yes, very good. Um, so that's, yeah, if this conversation was something you enjoyed, you will absolutely enjoy Rich Wilson's Insane in the Men Brain podcast. So there's a hot yeah. tip for you. Um, does anyone have anything to add to that very deep and very real but very pleasant conversation we've just had? Um, go and listen to our Rich Wilson episode. Yes. Because <laughs> that was good. Ditched soup fetishists. Still really hard to say. Yeah, That's I think one. I think I want to continue with like the deepness. Mm. Um I I think <laughs> it's easier. I think what you're saying is easier said than done. Sure. Um Fair, and I don't yeah. think that's been mentioned yet. Um because I am definitely the sort of person that would just like go if I'm not in a mood for something I, I probably will still do it. Yeah. Um and then kick myself afterwards. I don't think I could just go I'm not feeling it. Mm. Like I think I'd just go I'd try and push through it. Um but yeah. So I, I I don't know. I think um you are right. It is better to be honest. Um yeah. Like I fully agree. Um, yeah, maybe we didn't make it so clear that it is difficult to um, necessarily come out and just say it. Yeah, yeah, it was. It is easier said than done. How and I was the same. I would just sort of do the thing and not enjoy it, and it would suck and blah blah blah. Mm. But since sort of like, I don't want to say finding the courage because it makes it sound like some sort of commercial for weight loss or something. But, like, since starting to actually go, do you know what? No, not today. I feel a bit shit. Or being a bit more open or sort of honest, more honest about that. It really calms you the fuck down because yes. you now know that that's an option. That once it sucks to begin with, but then when you have that as you've got that in your arsenal, you can just go, do you know what? No, I feel a bit shit. Then mm. you will have to use that a lot less. Because you have, you know that you've got, you you give yourself a safety net of going, nah, don't want to. It it brings like your overall anxiety level down, doesn't it? I think, yeah. It, like, yeah, that's the, that's what I've found. The the initial hurdle of saying that out loud or over text to anyone yeah, is really hard. Then, so I do, I do, I take your point, Roman. It is easier said than done. But but then again, this is kind of contrasting literally what we just said. Mm. Um, um, I was watching a Darren Brown thing recently um and oh, which one love darren brown yeah man and basically he was saying that the oh it was the one about the 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 dog in the in there's like this town and there was a statue of a dog and oh, he yeah. said that this dog will bring you luck if you yes um, and it was about whether or not people think they're lucky or not and basically the the whole premise of the episode was spoiler alert lucky People who consider themselves lucky are the same people that tend to say yes to everything. Mm. Um, and I think there might be some truth in if you, rather than 
like because there is nuance isn't it as we've just mm. discussed but if you can in yourself be more open to doing more things then the likelihood of you having those down because you don't you don't want to get into a state where you're just constantly down that you're never going to make anything sure yeah. yeah yeah true um so but again easier said than done um, I think people are just a bit different. So maybe like those people who consider themselves luckier, um, they say yes to more things, but they remember the positives of those things. Maybe true. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's everyone's a bit different. You've got to find you've got to find your own balance mm. and do what works for you and try to try to be as happy as you can. Live your best life. Hashtag spark joy. If you started a cult. What would your first rule be? That's Ooh. from Zusha Goodyear. Thank Thanks, you, Ms. Zusha Goodyear. The sensible one would be don't believe anyone who says that, don't believe anyone other than me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's because then one. that covers all bases. I don't really think I'd want to have, have or be part of a cult. It's a lot yeah. of responsibility. Which yes. makes me think, do I want the cult to be quite, um, like, liberal in that people have agency to do what they like in this cult? And if they kind of decide that they don't want to be a part of the cult, then the cult allows that, so they inadvertently are then part of the cult that can't help it. Or do I want to just go all out and, like, make sure people can't, leave, like, do something mental? Like, mm. like... The first rule of the cult is you've got to you've got to um, you've got to shave all your hair off and then on your head tattoo you shouldn't have done this and then grow <laughs> grow all your hair out and then go to a barber and get them to shave your head and then it says you shouldn't have done this to freak out the barber. That's what I would do. So <laughs> it's not so much a cult as it is lad bible. But yeah, it's just yeah. vendetta against barbers. Yeah, I've been, basically, um, I just hate them so much. I've been listening to a lot of Last Podcast on the Left, which is a really good um, American uh, kind of true crime um, horror slash UFO podcast. It's really good, and there's a heck and lot of episodes, like four hundred and something now. They've got a whole network. It's really good. Last Podcast on the Left, and. Um, I say I'm pretty well informed about cults at this point, and I've got to agree with Roman. I don't really want the responsibility of a cult because I feel like a cult in its very nature is going to end up with a lot of dead people, possibly including myself, either at the hands of drinking the Kool-Aid or like because the police showed up and rightly so they gunned everyone down. So I reckon like could you use so it, it, people are drawn to cults because they need structure or whatever. So could you use that need for structure in an altruistic way? So like, could rule number one for my cult be think for yourselves? So then maybe people have a little think about whether or not they buy the sun before they buy the sun. Or they have a little think about buying 20 packets of loo roll and that whole thing. But, so that's, that's going to be my first rule, I think. Think for yourself. But... Could this not go down the uh, similar vein of um, Life of Brian? It says, you will think for yourselves. How will we think for ourselves? What do you want mm. us to think? Well, I think rule number one is think for yourself. Rule number two is if you have any questions, refer to rule number one. 
There you go. You just go then, in a big cycle. Worst case scenario, you sit there thinking for a very long time and not achieving anything. But at least then you're not buying the sun. And then That's rule number true. three is only killed chickens with um, a can opener. So, uh, rule number four, rude Thai Wednesdays. And then rule number five is can someone come around and mow my, my garden, please, because it's um, it's overgrown a bit. And for historical reasons, there is never a number six. No. And then rule oh, number that's seven. Rule number six. Yeah. Yeah. Rule number seven is: Can someone fire whoever wrote rule number eight? One through five. <laughs> One through five. Yeah. If you're not sure how to do that, refer to rule number one. Yeah, that's going to be my answer. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I kind of think. I, I want a, like a mental cult that is just kind of like crazy and just, you know, is something that like, like once you join, that's it. We're going to, you've got surveillance against you for the rest of your life. Like mm. you shouldn't have signed up for this thing. You know, you mean proper traditional kind of cult. Yeah. Uh, yes, actually, um, I think my cult will, um, you know, I never get an opportunity to have a cult. So why would I waste it? <laughs> That's um, fair. So I think rule number one for my cult would be um, uh, please tick the terms and conditions um, uh, within five seconds of being given the 110 page um, contract to being a part of this cult so that people don't read them and then they yes. don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Ben, what's your rule number my one? My for my rule would be disperse. Ooh. I would want to have because we've already got this cult, right? We don't have to Yeah, like, you've got the cult. You we don't got have to recruit them. We just have a, like a pre made cult. Yeah, you're not in the marketing department, you're in the rulemaking department. Cool. Um I so I would have my cult, say few have hundreds, thousands of people, however many. And I would just say, Alright, that's it. Fuck off. Just to see what would happen. Yeah. Would That's they still count as a cult? Would a subcult be made by them being like, oh no, that rule, that's a trick. You've got to stay, be a true believer, and then another cult might be formed. That's how we got Jehovah's Witnesses, isn't it? I was about to say, that might be how religion happens. Yeah. What, there was a rule, and then some people went, nah. Really? It's like, you know, Moses was like, you know, this is all just a story, all right? Don't take any of this literally. And someone went, I bet he's saying that so that he, he knows that we do take it seriously. So it's we should take it, it seriously, further yeah. even. And that's how you end up with um, God botherers. Yeah, I think so. Conversation Hat Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Conversation Hat Podcast. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed it, particularly the bit where Liam wasn't here, because that was funny. Yes, I, I liked that bit. I look forward to yeah. only listening to this once Laura's edited it and yeah, <laughs> seeing how it is. <laughs> Finding out what was said. <laughs> I want to do something quickly before we get into the deciding the title bit. Um, mm -hmm. I've been looking through the, the podcast statistics and I would like to shout out uh, whoever it is in Bunker Hill, United States. Uh, there's I, looks like one or two people have just listened to the entire back catalogue over like a hot weekend. So, oh, cool! Well done for sweet. 
implicitly being sane after that. Uh, we also have, hang on, let me go to, that's over the last week, let's go 30 days. We have also got peaks in rugby, UK, um, Manchester, UK, that could just be you, Roman. Um, yes. Surrey, <laughs> Canada, I didn't know there was a Surrey in Canada. Uh, Toronto, Canada, Accrington, United Kingdom, Dublin, Ireland, Mountain View, USA. Ooh, uh, Harare, Zimbabwe. Can uh, I just shout out to Canada in general? Yeah, big up Canada. Never you, been. I want to go. Yeah. You seem cool, Canada. Keep it up. Check you out. Um, so I just thought that might be nice. Like if, if we're looking at the stats and we see like a little peak from like a specific uh, country or something, like I think it's nice to sort of rep, um, say hello. Our numbers are quite nice in Spain, India. Uh, we have more Spanish listeners than we have American listeners. Yeah, we're, we're good in Spain. People like us Spain. in Spain. <laughs> uh, no habla, but thanks for I trying. Miss, I miss Spain. I've been so nostalgic. I really want to go back. Ah, but you should do that. Obviously, you can't. Should take some stickers. Um, so, <laughs> all that is left is to choose the name for the episode. So, we've got six here that I've been writing down. So number one, have you read Frankenstein? Number two, <laughs> the thing about periods, dot, dot, dot. Number three, uh, things don't need to do stuff. Number four, <laughs> my mistress uses the side plate. Number five, lemon carcass. And number six, flat bin theory. What are we thinking? I, I like um, things don't need to do stuff. Yeah? What are you thinking, Roman? Um, I think that's a good one. Yeah, Things don't need to do stuff. Things don't need to do stuff. I'm going to underline it's that. It's funny so it's really and obvious. it's true. Yes, things don't need to do stuff. Um, thank you so much for listening to the very end of the podcast. I know there's an advert that's about to reiterate everything I say, but we do sincerely like having you here, whatever part of the world you are listening from. If you want to help out the podcast but don't want to give us money, leaving us a positive review on whatever app you're using is really helpful. Telling your friends is also really helpful. Um, sending us questions, also invaluable. If you have too much money, finding us on Patreon would be just grand. Otherwise, do stay safe. I hope you stay sane. Um, we have a lot of podcasts that you can listen to and you can see what we're up to outside of the podcast if you go to odd creative excuse me if you go to theoddcreative.com there's a whole world of crap on there that you will enjoy some of it includes ben's bodily functions actually no yeah. some of it does include ben's bodily functions. quite a lot of it involves <laughs> yeah. ben's bodily functions that should be another podcast ben's bodily functions ben's Had bodily some functions. weird gas this thursday um, ASMR, Ben's bodily functions. Oh, gross. Yes, we're doing it. Uh, I'm <laughs> going to make this now, best. aren't I? Roman, Great. thank you so much. Where people, where can people find you online? Do you do Twitter or Instagram? Yes, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Roman Armstrong. Do not follow at Roman Armstrong on TikTok. It's not me and I do not like that person. They if stole you can... my name before <laughs> I could get to it. Um, but yeah, just go there. Um, nice. And then you can, uh, you can find find me which would be brilliant amazing thank you so much ladies and gents love you stay safe stay sane wash your bloody hands thank you for listening to and presumably enjoying the conversation hat podcast 
We've chosen to put this, the only advert, at the very end of the show because we wanted to specifically target the people who enjoy the Conversation App podcast the most. And the fact that you're still listening, even though the episode has actually finished, well, that leads me to believe that you're exactly the people I want to talk to. The Conversation Hat podcast, and indeed everything we do here at Odd Creative, is an entirely independent operation. So please bear in mind that even though we don't get paid for doing these episodes, that doesn't mean they're not work. So we're asking you, our most dedicated listeners, to consider what you think this show is worth. If it's worth around one American dollar, which, I mean, it is at least worth that, then do consider subscribing to our Patreon. A Patreon subscription to the Conversation Hat podcast is a monthly recurring payment of pretty much however much you want to send us. For one dollar or more every month, you get early access to our recorded episodes. You also get access to an additional patrons-only mini-podcast, so something that only people who subscribe to our Patreon will be able to hear. Which is really exciting for us, because it means that we can be really super gross, and only our most dedicated listeners will ever hear it. That's kind of fun. So if that sounds interesting to you, please go to patreon.com forward slash conversation and see what else we have on offer. Thank you for your time.